once there was and once there wasn't. In the long distant days of yore, when haystacks were sieved through the breeze, when gins played in the old bathhouse, fleas were barbers, camels were town criers, when grandmother was a baby being rocked to sleep in creaking cradle, there lived in an exotic, far, far away land, an adventurer seeking a great lost treasure. Toprak, you find yourself in the tea house, opposite the Jin Bashir, drawing a making a draw from his hookah. He looks at you with great intent, his purple skin glistening in the light through the window. He stares at you as you shake the dice, getting ready to roll them out onto the table. Tell me, what does Toprak look like in his Arabian Nights fantasy version of himself? <laughs> Still a fess. Still a fess. Still has. Ooh. Uh, let's see. I'm really not a Lenin costume, but I'm sure there's more than that. Hmm. hmm. I mean, those poofy pants are always fun. Yeah. I, I think you, you would have that sort of extravagance. <laughs> He's small, so he has to show off uh, in some way. Especially since uh, uh, you are the royal treasure hunter of uh, the current sultan. Oh. Sultan uh, Najat. She's been a very benevolent ruler. One more thing. I have a very tall feather. My fess. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and as you're, uh, and as we see you rolling those, rolling the dice, they hit against the wall, and they hit, and they turn up a three and a four. And he looks down at the table, the gin, and he just says, "Let's see here. Nah, you win." And as you move your last pieces on the backgammon table to the end of the board, you sh he says, Well, uh, Mr. Demir, a deal is a deal, I suppose. And he takes a big draw of his hookah, and he blows it out, and it forms a square. And as it begins to the cloud, it manifests into a piece of paper. On it, it's a depiction of the great deserts with a triangle drawn on it and a singular point in the center. That's where you'll find what you're looking for, the, the landing site of the great comet. Toprak, looking at this map, well, now you have the center point of a triangle, but you don't know what the three points of the triangle are, so you need to figure out what those landmarks would be. You're not sure if this djinn just ripped you off or if he's sending you on a longer mission. Um, let's see. I know the area the map is portraying, I believe. It's anything named on it. 
Yeah, it's named. You can tell it's the Great Desert, especially since it's just south of the city, it turns out. But again, you know, the desert is wide and vast, and this triangle means, like, three three specific landmarks. Mm. I suppose I can't just ask him. Uh, I mean, you totally could. You could ask him, hey, man, what's up with that? <laughs> Not to sound terribly ungrateful, but... Three random spots in the desert. I, there's not much I can do with that. Well, you can figure it out. I believe in you. Research, after all. I've given you a great vast amount of treasure before, Professor. But I must inform you that your help will be very necessary. Uh, it's true. You are very reliable. As all I right. always. A little adventure can't hurt, making things a bit difficult for me. Indeed. Praise Faltus. Praise Faltus. He vanishes into a puff of smoke as he leaves the tea house. Welcome to the great kingdom of the Salim Empire, a giant, vast ruler and the rightful heir to the throne of the, of the rulers of the realms. Truly, it is the most glorious city to be here at the Sublime Gate. The greatest city of this or any age, really. Filled with dense, vast spires reaching into the, reaching into the sky, and active markets and cities everywhere. Truly, it is a paradise. You, my dear friend, had been sent by the Sultan once again to search for a particular artifact, a great comet that once fell in, down thousands of years ago, rumored to be filled with precious minerals. That is your quest. All right. Well, this is certainly a starting point. Hmm. City has a couple of places you could go to. There's a criminal underbelly that definitely uses those precious minerals from Shatters of the Comet. You could, of course, always go to the library. Always a good choice. <laughs> yeah, I'll need something as someone who knows the desert better than I do and can help with this map, so I'll probably go to the library. Yeah. Uh, you... Leave uh, the you leave the tea house. You brush like the little curtain to the side that acts as a door, and uh, there you see your camel Jamal with all your stuff and maps and equipment. Uh, and uh, he just and uh, he turns over to you and says, "All right, boss, ready when you are." <laughs> That's right, Jamal talks. Uh, all right, this is starting off great. <laughs> Come now, Jamal. We're going to the library. Oh, again. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he starts walking. <laughs> Great. So, so, boss, uh, what, why do we need, uh, why, why do we keep helping the current sultan? After all, 
She did murder the previous one. So... <laughs> Yeah, but do you remember the times where we were ruled by the previous one? Don't you clearly see that the kingdom is in a better place now? To give you some insight, the previous sultan was Reza, which is uh, interpreted to mean satisfaction or perfect or contentment with God's will slash decree. The current sultan, Najat, means savior or salvation. Ooh. Use that as you will. Uh, it gets a picture. Both were of the uh, were of the uh, husband line of succession. Uh, the eleventh and twelfth sultans, if you're curious. So, both, uh, both still in the same family, indeed? Not both like... from the same family. Uh -huh. Same family that's ruled since the first sultan, uh, well, the Sultan of Selim. Fratricide. Huh. It's a very interesting story. <laughs> very. <laughs> so, if I take this right, I'd say the current one is more... Adventurous, taking charge and such, while the other one was more like the scene where life ends up. More as if like things were good but not great. You yourself hmm. had a life of adventure. You worked for him as his as his treasure hunter as well. But you know, it was never like as ambitious as what the current one is. Uh, ah, ambition. Yes, it's a difference between. Being satisfied versus going for greatness. Oh. Yeah, so this for the stars, if you want to push the boundaries. Jamal just kind of goes, yeah, I, I think I get that. Eventually you arrive just past the palace, where, just past the palace, and you get to the great library. It's gigantic halls filled with scrolls and ancient tomes. Some in languages you've never even seen before. Some in scripts belonging to ancient species like the dwarves or the elves. And as you eventually uh, arrive in there, you are greeted by a librarian. Ah, good day. Good to see you again. Hello, Professor Demir. Did not expect this. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, how's it going here? Anything exciting or just the same books? It's... It's just as it always was. Here. Ah, well, it's a preservation of knowledge, after all. Mm -hmm. Say, I'm looking for a, um, an expert on the desert. Anyone you know? Any common visitors? An expert on the desert? Yeah. I'm planning a little expedition again. 
And what is it that you're looking for, specifically? I... You ever heard the story about the Great Comet? I did, in fact. Well, I might have a hint where it landed. All I need now is to check out the location. But this map I apparently found isn't terribly accurate. Mm, that is a problem. If it's, the, if it's the comet itself you're looking for, I might know somebody who can help you with that. Oh, do tell. Well, you may or may not know that parts of this comet can be broken off and used in potions. Very powerful potions. You're looking for a man called Lutfullah Nahas. He's a bit of a, you know, but he's very wise. <laughs> Any suggestions where I can find him? I didn't provide that information, but the you could uh, you would probably find him out in a sort of market square that's not necessarily on the straight and narrow. It's uh, <laughs> called was it the uh, the street of pennies, as it's called. It sounds more like where pennies are lost, but okay. Exactly, penny pinchers. Ah. <laughs> right. Thank you. I'll go ahead and look him up. Who knows? Always a pleasure, Professor Demir. Harry, it's good to see you. Get us to the hospital now. What? 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 What's the last thing you said? It's always a pleasure to see you, Professor. Ah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You too. Um. Have a good day. Anything else I can do to help? You know where to find me. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> You, you exit the library and uh, find uh, Jamal. Unless you have any uh, things, you, any books you want to find here. Um, I presume I already got a lot of knowledge about the comet. Uh, yeah, you've got a lot of knowledge about the comet. Uh, you could also do some general, like, uh, just, like, fact-checking about the desert. That's... It's never a bad idea. I got some time still. Yeah, yeah. Go for a roll. That is a... Da -da 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 -da. What's it called? Extreme. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to get a lot of information. So the deserts are infamously known for their shifting dunes. They're very easy. It's very easy to bury things in those sands since they'll just shift over and eventually uh, cover them up. There were rumors that long ago an ancient, ancient race of people uh, had their own city out there, but it is now buried underneath. We do have a couple of remnant buildings from that time, including a lost library. Uh, ancient race of humans, elves, dwarves, 
Who knows? <laughs> All right. So you're off to find the drug dealer? Yep. The streets of Venice. Jamal, as he as you're riding on the back of him and you get close up, so he's like, I don't know about this one, boss. This place seems kind of shifty. You'll be fine. There's a couple of, uh, like, tent poles holding up a giant, uh, holding up, like, you know, like, uh, banners or, you know, making awnings for people to sell their wares underneath. There's, like, a couple of coffee houses that are bit on the shadier side. Hmm. But eventually you do find a guy who kind of possibly fits the description. He's relatively young. He's got a interesting, like, arm made out of brass. And uh, he uh, seems to be selling uh, gadgetry and whatnot. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> potions. <laughs> Hello, um, oh shit, what's his name again? Uh, Le Tola Nahas. I'll write that name uh, up for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's like a really hard name to say. Good day, sir. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but do, are you Le Tola Nahas? Yeah, I am. What's it to you? I'm in need of some knowledge, and you were recommended to me. Ah, I see. Uh, yeah, I go to the library. Right? I do the book learning. What do you need to know? I'm about to start an expedition to find the landing place of the Great Comet. Hmm. And I heard you know more about that. I see. Well, I know where a couple of remnants are. Uh, you gotta understand, uh, I, I frequent that place uh, very often. And what you gotta know uh, is that uh, there's a couple of remnants nearby this... Uh, what is it? What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the darndest thing. There's this uh, sea pal. There's this uh, magma pit out in the middle of the desert, right? I was like, mm -hmm. whoa, I found this magma pit. But I looked around there, and there's, like, little chunks of the comet. Use them to brew uh, potions like this. Do you give it a whiff? I give it a whiff. There's a sweet, succulent smell to it. Gives the potions their bite. I can. Were you ever able to map out where you found those fragments? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he kind of describes a vague idea of the direction he went, but he's not going to tell you exactly where the magma pit is because he's <laughs> gesturing for you to like give him something. Could we talk in private for a moment? Yeah, yeah, just uh, 
why don't we go over to the uh why don't we go over to that uh coffee house over there he points to a place called the twisting serpent uh just shady as fuck yeah sure You you walk into the Twisted Serpent. It's this. Uh, it's this uh, like really really uh, you know just. So a little bit about like what I'm basing this on is that like coffee houses in uh, in Turkey weren't necessarily illegal. Well, they were at one point, but they're not necessarily where like criminal things happen. But it is where people go to meet to make deals. Oh yeah, can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, yes, I know the term "coffee shop" means something completely different in Dutch. Uh, right. Um. Uh, but anyway, as you're in there, you find like a nice little private table for the two of you. You each get your uh, little cup of Turkish coffee. Uh, you pass over a couple of things. Pass over a couple of coinage. Eventually, uh, uh, he gestures for someone to show up uh, and says, Hope you don't mind if I bring a friend in. She's very helpful in uh, conducting procedures like this. She also she helped me find it in the first place. All right. Yes, that's fine. Uh, uh, as... As you as you both wait and uh, drink your coffee before she shows up, he says at one point, Ah, it's good to be back in my old body again. I've really missed this thing. It's been a year since I've actually done anything <laughs> anything in it. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. I didn't say anything. But, but something about the body? You're not I... illegal, are you? I said this coffee is really damn good, and I love it. I... Sorry, I must have been a bit too late. All right, uh, the deets. I... Oh, ah, yes, here she is. Uh, if I may. And, and over comes walks this really muscular woman named uh, Esma Hadi. Yes, yes, Esma, please sit down. Gladly. Perfect. Uh, so we got a friend here who wants to know uh, where we keep finding uh, the uh, the moonstone. Ah. Has he given you any bakshish yet? Nah, no bakshish yet. But we're here to negotiate that price. I see. So, uh, what are you willing to offer? You seem to work on behalf of the Sultan, yes? King I. I can certainly make it virtual, but I'm not paying it all at once. If you can help me locate it, I'll pay the last half. And if decent negotiation, if I think your information is worthwhile. You'll get to half now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
so half now, and if the information is true, you give us the half later. I like this. I like this. What, what are your thoughts? Sounds like a good deal. Yeah, yeah. Do you want a coffee, by the way? I didn't order you one. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty good. Perfect, perfect. Orders it up. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you just give us the payment now, we'll tell you exactly where it is. I'd also like you to take a look at this map first. It comes from a very reliable source, but there are so little markings on it that I can hardly make out where this is. I slip in a bit of money already. I see, I see. Hey, could you... Hey, where's that giant boulder of the stuff you found that one time? Oh, oh, I actually... I kept a little piece, just for... Looks pretty. But uh, I sold the rest to some potion makers. Looked yeah, through you... it. But what? But do you remember where you found it? Yeah, yeah, it was out in the desert. There were, there were a few chunks still there. I didn't grab them all. Uh, though, what was weird when I did go out that time was there looked like a tower or something sticking out of the sand. Didn't really investigate it, but it, it, it was definitely to the southeast of that location. I know that the magma pit was definitely south of uh, of your boulder, so... Looking at this, yeah, the, 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 as they describe this, you notice the map begins to sketch itself. Like it oh. begins to draw more marks on it. And as it does, it begins to fully uh, reveal to all, to the whole table, that the tower, the magma pit, and the, and the, uh, what is it, uh, and the boulder are the three coordinate points. Okay. And I'm sure the thing is complete now. I mean, it's enough to go by, but... More info is always better. Yeah. My. My oh my. You think you can find the mother load? I for sure think it's possible. It's not gonna be easy. You might want to. Check in with a Medley Sawari. He came in here once and um, he was just boasting.
thing about seeing the whole comic and the pyrox scenes, the beans, maybe even diamonds if they were in there. I've heard oh, that's yeah. a thing. So it'd be a lot of diamonds in that thing along with the stuff useful along with the moonstone useful for making uh making potions and all that. Well if you wanna find him though, uh I'd be careful. Voice out. He is one of the stickiest thieves in this uh, whole street. Uh, I thought this place was shady already. No offense, but... I am offended. I sell honest wares and perfectly functional machinery. What do... What do... These machines, what do they do? Oh, all sorts of things. Uh, I've... He shows up one of his more flashy ones, which is a little mechanical butterfly that can just, like, flap around in a couple of circles and then land back in the hand. Oh, that takes quite some dedication. Oh, yes, very fine work that it requires. Uh, in addition, I make more practical things, like my arm here. How... Forgive me for asking, but how did you lose your arm? In a fire. What For whatever reason, Toprak, you see before you two women and one man, and this other man is on fire, and he has spectacles, and he's dressed like a European king for... Uh, that's a horrible vision that just crossed through your mind. Uh, sorry, I, the smell must be getting to me. The smells... So... I know it's I know it's shady, but where can I find him? Uh, he he writes down like a little set of directions for how to get to where you need to be. Like it's like you have to go knock on this door three times and say, "I wish to speak to the I wish to speak to the brassman." The brassman. Any idea where he got the name from? The brass knuckles he carries and the axe he wields. Oh. Alright then. <laughs> and this is safe? He won't hurt you. If you genuinely do work for the Sultan, he's not going to be too interested in roughing you up. After all, that would mean they would find out where his operation is. It's nice to have good employers. Plus, if you get a little more coffee in your system, that'll probably help you. I mean, come on. Tobrock, wake up! We gotta get out here and go! You know? Helps me uh, in the morning. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe, uh... I think I need to drink. You down another shot of coffee. 
Uh, Turkish coffee, for those of you who don't know, is served uh, with, like, the grounds, very intensely uh, brewed. Uh, a little bit of sugar, and it's basically an espresso shot. <laughs> nice. Uh, you get on your way to meeting with, uh, with the man, Mr. Chadli Sahwahari. I'm afraid so. You arrive at the door. It's wooden, old, looks like it's barely even holding on. I better not knock too hard. I wish to speak to the brass man. You open up into a very dark room. All that greets you is a very, very, very large man. You're not like he's just huge and strong. And as you walk into that room, you see him smoking hashish. And as he, he blows the smoke towards you, he says, Ah! So you're the uh, royal treasure hunter, Toprak Demir, is that correct? That is indeed my name and status. Say, I've heard you were talking some about the comet. Ah, yes, yes, Toppy, come sit down. I'll uh, tell you about. I'll tell you about the comet. Tell me, why are you so interested in? Disrupting my line of trade. Is it really disrupting if I bring the comment in? Yes, yes, that's my empire, you see. What's in it for me if you take the comet? So you're saying you know where the comet is, the entire thing? Oh yes, I know how to access it very easily. Alright. Uh, can I make an inside check? Yeah, go right ahead. Criminal Trade Network, that door is shoddy as fuck. Um, that is. Wait, is psychology or. You said insight. Insight. But psychology would also work. I think it's Inside. Like, yeah, insights from a different one. Sorry. Oh, like all right. Oh no! In that case, it feels quite a lot. You can't get a quite read on him, but he is holding back some piece of information. Thank you. <sighs> so. But if you do know where it is, then why didn't you just bring it in? Why venture to the desert every time while someone can follow you? Is it that's really worth the risk?
Truth is, it's so huge, you can't really carry it. He's telling the truth with that sentence, but it might not be everything. Um... Oh, not sure where to go with this. Um, I'm having a hard time. Here, why don't you give me an intelligence check? I'm going to call this a flash of insight. Uh, I'm lucky that one. Cool, cool. Uh, so here's what you figure. If he if he can't move it, but he has a lot of men who could help him do it, why wouldn't he just move it unless it's not what it actually is? Aha, so that's on the right track. Um, I can't say if he's scared, that's for sure. What is he holding back? How did you fight it in the first place? Oh, I once saw a glimpse of it when the desert sands shifted and found a way to crawl down and get a closer look. Hmm. Okay, okay. Alright, in my last act of desperation, I'm just gonna do a persuade and say that um, if I find it, that I can make sure that a chunk of it goes to him. Give me that roll. Uh, oh! That very is persuasive. a hard success. Very persuasively worded. He he looks back at you and goes, mm, Sultan money is good as any other. He glances over and digs through something in a small crate to the side of him. And eventually he pipes up and uh, he turns around dramatically and looks at you square in the face. Ah, Toppy, it's been so long! Uh, glad to see I finally recovered from my shot. Uh, good old invasion coming in. A wonderful battle. Uh, it's, it's working really well. Ah! <laughs> what were you what were you grabbing? Oh, uh, this. You have to understand. 
It's not what it appears to be. That thing is a living creature, it turns out, or at least it once was. It has a giant shell. That's what most of the, the chunks have been. To get in, though, I found this little artifact hidden in the library. If you get me a good chunk of the shell, I'll make sure you can uh, go in there uh, unscathed. Deal. Deal. Scale the library down through the tower. That's the trick. I'll go find the library. Ah, it's the giant tower sticking out in the middle of the desert. Great. Your map shows a, begins to sketch itself again and slowly reveals a uh, slowly reveals like the network of tunnels underneath and how it links to the creature off in the distance. Well, quite a travel ahead of me. Do you want to just, like, cut to you in the desert? Uh, I think that's his best. And and so, like, we, we smash cut into you in the desert riding on the back of Jamal, just, like, scanning over the horizon looking for your, uh, looking for your next big find. And as you get there, you begin to look out over over yonder and that's when you that's when you see there's the tower and so you glance over there's the remnants of where that boulder was and if you look over there ah the magma pit you put down your spyglass and start heading towards the towards the tower once you arrive there jamal goes wait so i can't go in with you <laughs> uh, unless you suddenly learned how to climb a rope, no, I wouldn't suggest it. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> You'll come yeah, back. Have right? some extra water. Yay! As you notice, as he's drinking this really quickly, his hump grows larger. Hey, biology knowledge. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know about that? Of course. That's what yeah. I've been so far. It's for some water. And so, like, you know, he just, like, drinks up his water, and he's like, oh, man, look at that camel go. Uh, eventually, uh, you know, like, you, uh, you, cl you climb up. Uh, it doesn't take too much effort, and you're able to hop in through, hop in through the tower, and you find the long spiral staircase. That goes down. Um, <laughs> do I recognize architecture? This is like your architecture, but older, like a much older style of it. Hmm. Are there any drawings or insignia on the walls? Uh, some writing. Uh, it's mostly telling a elaborate tale of a group of people who travel off, uh, explore a pyramid as you keep going down. 
go to a go to, go to a party, fight a go through a mysterious maze. A friend is killed. It tells this epic, epic story. Uh, yeah, give me a full archaeology check. All right, come on, crit, crit, crit. Wow. This is either a prophecy or a history. You can't really tell. But for certain, these events did, in fact, happen. Especially the ones about when uh, the some great island where the people split up and, meet, and make new friends, uh, traveling to another place with uh, where they find somebody presumed dead, uh, they go to yet another gigantic island, nigh on continent size, but strange creatures, and eventually discover a secret city underneath, and how this one guy who sounds a lot like you uh, was helping to reassemble some invention and how they were all knocked out. And the story kind of stops there, just abruptly, for no reason. But once you get to the bottom, you discover the vast chambers of the library filled with ancient knowledge lost and forgotten. <laughs> I'm immediately distracted from the prophecy. Oh, library! Uh, yeah, do you want to just, like, uh, roll library use a couple of times and see what cool things you find? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, just go for it. I <laughs> that. Uh, that one is normal. Let's see. An ancient history and prophecy of the great god of Foltus. Huh. Wait, like, Sultan Foltus? Uh, like a god, basically. Like, that's your god in this world. Oh, all right. So yeah, that's the first book you find. Tells an elaborate tale of, uh, of a great, great uh, almighty god who would show up here and bestow this place with uh, divine people designed to live lives of pure happiness and concordance so long as they continue to worship him. Uh, he's described as looking like a particularly... Uh, like, as a man with glasses, he's uh, quite, quite a, an interesting-looking character, especially given that, uh, you know, he's kind of... Why is he wearing a, a three-piece suit and glasses? And is, he, is that a crown and a cape? A... Blink, blink. Hmm. Oh, I can't wait to read all of this at home. You want to find our book? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, normal still. This is the epic tale of a fight between three people and a god. The god is set on fire at the end of it. Oh. The, hmm. Specifically, it reads, The one-armed man in rage will burn down the god in righteous fury as, as his two companions bring forth their revenge. All right. I'd say that's enough time on that. Let's go find big animal. Thing, alien, whatever it is. You find a, a crack in the walls 
which leads to a series of chasms and tunnels. Your torch barely lights the way, when eventually you arrive, and you find this interesting structure. It curves and it bends. You walk inside. You seem to be on the lowest floor of this thing. Uh, you walk into a small little passageway, creeping around the corner. Uh, so you have, like, a little hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two doors on your left and a door on your right, or you can just take the turn down the hall. Um, are the keels I can look through, or are they just solid doors? Uh, there are keels you can look through. Sure. Uh, the doors on your left seem to both be uh, little private offices. The door on your right seems to also be another one of those offices. Um, I'm too tempted by knowledge. A little look unheard. Let's go through the offices. Yeah, uh, looking in the first one. You poke around and you're trying to like figure out what on earth uh, is going on here. Why are there offices at the location of a comet crash? But eventually you you look and you find uh, that like this is written in a language that is completely alien to you. Like, the word alien fits very aptly. Oh. But to architecture, but uh, the books, how... Huh. Hmm. Weird. You do see depictions of people, of other creatures as well, uh, seemingly written here. What do the uh, creatures look like? Humans, some of them. Others, completely strange, with conic designs. Uh. Some with just pointy ears, or humans with pointy ears and weird noses. The most interesting bit, I think, is the fact that you notice that, like, uh, that they all seem to have, like, a name and, like, you know, some description of them. But all of them have the same, like, sort of, like, letters stamped over them. Like, over their pictures. They, hmm. So, no matter the species, they all got the same letter. Yep. Hmm. The rest of the offices are very much all written in that same alien tongue. Uh, You can head upstairs is uh, really the only remaining option. Yep. Heading up the stairs... Uh, you find yourself in another corridor. There's a stairway up, a door to the left, a double door to the right, and another door right behind you. I'm first going to check out all the rooms. Yep. Uh, let's see, look at the keyhole. Ooh, this one's interesting. This one seems like a bedroom of some kind. Bedroom in a library. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, sure. Check it out. This little smaller room is like a giant bedroom. It seems to be dedicated to, uh, seems to be dedicated to with like maps of the stars and the cosmos all around it. There's another door in here as well. Uh, oh, yeah, I suppose there's a bathroom or something, but let's check it out anyway. Treasure. So much treasure. But it's a currency you've never seen before. It's like it's made out of pure electricity. Uh, I don't even dare touch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to go to... You want to go exit this bedroom, or do you want to study those maps? Uh, study maps for just one moment. For some reason, the date January twenty uh, was it January fourteenth, nineteen twenty six, just keeps running in your head. That's not your calendar, though. So what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm sure it's purely unrelated. Weird. All right. Third. So yeah, we can go upstairs, check out what the what was behind the double doors in the corridor, or you can go check out what's behind that was in the other door. Uh, the other door first. Hmm. Seem to be a bunch of hammocks. Or sleeping quarters. Okay. There's the double doors, or you can go upstairs. Double doors. Crates. So many crates. There's like a giant staircase in the middle, and what looks to be a crane reaching down from a hole in the roof. Can I look up through the hole? Yeah, you see uh, another thing that's like right above. You think you see like glimpses of a catapult. That's been ruined and destroyed. Catapult? Yeah. Are they at war or. No. There are no other signs of war. Why do they looking, have to here? Looking up there as well, you start to notice the shell is surrounding this. Uh, this feels very. And as you uh, glance, uh, you can, if you want, there's like the giant staircase and you can glance back down to a different part of below. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of chairs, right? And there's oars. Like chairs? rowing oars. Oars. What? Growing? Rowing oars, yeah. Like like boat oars. Oh, oh. And boat. prison cells. Uh, okay. Um, well, let's first head further upstairs, I guess. Yeah, heading above, you find yourself on... You're not quite sure what this is. You see, like, glancing... Do your, doing your normal keyhole check, which I assume you're just going to keep doing now. Yes. You, you're on, like, a part that's a bit more exposed. There's a bit more of a chasm around you now, like a bit of a cave underneath the stones beneath the desert. And you notice that there's, like, you know, like, weapons, like a ballista and 
catapults. You look around you and you're noticing like more bedrooms that are more regal, as if they were made for, you know, officials of some kind. There's also a storage room and a room filled with more maps. Uh, just to be sure, what's in storage room? You open it up, you crack open a crate, and it's sails. Like, sails for a boat. But in a desert. <laughs> Do I know if this structure could have been so long ago that the desert was also ocean or something? Um, make a history or natural world check. Uh, history, and that is a... How do I keep going past him? Uh, success. History. No, you don't think there was ever an ocean here. And the reports say that this was a comet that fell out of the sky a thousand years ago. a sailboat from space? No, that's madness. You can't... Yeah, maybe you can. In the ether. I think the... I think the ether was in the... The theory at the time, at least. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, you can ascend higher if you want. There's more staircases up. Higher we go. You go as high as you can. For a while, there's just like a couple of battle stations, a couple of ways to view more of the ship, a couple more ballistas. But eventually you find your way all the way up to the top to like, you can see the roof of the shell you're in, like of this giant coiling seashell. And as you get there, you see a chair at the end of a little narrow passageway a throne fit for a king. Hmm. And there are no bodies or anything? Hmm. Make a... No, 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 I'll tell you. Behind you, there is a body. It's a skeleton of some humanoid creature, but it's face doesn't look like a human skull. It looks like it was... It, it didn't... It looks like... Squiddy? Squiddy? Squid. Like Squiddy. Squiddy. Oh. Oh. That's just not right. <laughs> but yeah, there's a throne. There's that skeleton from over there that seems to be fossilized. Um, I'm just going to sit on the throne for a little bit. Do you want to spend a magic point? Um, uh, no, well, no, you asked. I won't say no to that. You feel movement happening as you sit in that chair. All of a sudden, 
You are the ship, and you are you. You can see everything the ship sees. And it begins to rise. What did I do? You want to spend another magic point? No, no, I'll remember this for later, I think. The ship begins to slowly, like, settle back down as you stand up from the throne. And you're like, what the hell? And then you hear, well, Professor, you found the secret. Who is that? It's me, Jamal. But, but, but you are on the desert. Or I suppose I can reveal my true form. It's me, Vaz, remember Toprak? Do I? Uh, memories are kind of there. <laughs> I think I remember, Blue Fellow. <laughs> look, look, you, you gotta understand, you're, you're, you're trapped in a, in a sort of pocket dimension by a Dr. Houston. He wanted to make sure that you didn't, like, uh, escape and, like, mess with his plans with any sort of incredible ease. Doctor who? Uh, yes, Dr. Robert Houston. He was the guy at the Carlisle expedition that Bennett Price sent you to find. Once he starts to say those words, yeah, that's like something. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a face that looks familiar when he says Bennett, the genie from earlier, pops up. That gin you were playing dice with to win the map. Oh, what? That's Bennett. Uh, well, your subconscious version of Bennett. You see, we're in your mind, Toprak. This uh, is your fantasy Who are you, then? No, I really am Vaz. I've come into your head. It's all good. What? Okay. Look, look, look. Just, just, just sit in that throne again. I want to show uh, you something. I okay. I said throne. Uh, how many magic points do you want to spend? Hmm, that's a nice round number. Sure, Let, let's go crazy. Four. Yeah, you spend four magic points, and you the ship begins to take off. It is able to travel through it's able to like pick up itself you begin to see the full ship for what it is and eventually you're able to pilot this thing this is the ship i am powerful and as it travels up through space you look down at the three points the magma pit the boulder the tower and they begin to spread out the points forming key locations in Kenya, in Australia, in China. And as the ship flies above, you're right in the middle, hovering over the Indian Ocean, looking down upon it all. And Vaz says to you, Do you understand now why they're wanting to launch the rocket? They, 
There's something in space, but another race? A You're thinking too two dimensionally. Think about it. Nyarlathotep, my brother, is gonna wake up right under Sri Lanka. So that means a perfect triangle would consist of that point in China, that point in in Kenya, and that point in Australia. Now I want you to think, where are we right now relative to those three points? Are we the, the fourth point? In a pyramid, yes. You got uh. You gotta stop the launch of that rocket, no matter what. I've come to wake you up and prepare you. When that old sultan died, that was when Robert died. When your friends got him. But you need a little more time to wake up, unlike the rest of them. I'm... I'm processing. <laughs> Take your time. I'm here for a bit. We're on a spaceship now. We got we're safe from the rest of the world. How much time do we have left? Oh, we got a lot of time. Dreams are much much slower feeling than they are in reality. So Alright, so the genie was Bennett. What's that man with a metal arm? What's yes, that? that's your subconscious version of Lewis. Ah. Oh. Hmm. Oh, that's also uh, things are trying to say to me. So, who was set on fire? Oh, uh, Dr. Robert Houston. In a blaze, oh. in a moment when uh, he was insulted by him, he, Lewis responded in kind and made him feel the flames that took his arm when he was young. Okay, but how much can you tell me further that I missed? Well, a lot. I can remind you that you worked on a machine that would help transplant information into people's brains. I can tell you that uh, Lewis got his body back from uh, the Ithian, the giant alien. And I can tell you right now, your friends are fine. They just fought off a giant, giant beast out in out in space, but, uh, unfortunately, we are gonna have to deal with that ourselves before we get going. Wait, they're also in space? Well, all in space? Well, my mistake. They're currently in the air in a plane and just, and have been fighting this same creature we're gonna have to deal with very shortly. Because, unfortunately, by bringing up this ship, we also have to deal with something else. We were going to have to deal with it anyway, so, uh, uh, prepare for combat. Uh, um, all right. We got a little yeah. more time. We got a little time. Oh, sure. 
If you, uh, what can you tell me about what I will be fighting soon? That's what the big warning is. Kenya is going to be tough for you, but you'll be fine. I've, there's a guide there ready to help you. Uh, China? Well, when you go back, I'm afraid you all are going to have to make some tough decisions, because not everyone's going to survive that fight. Somebody will have to ride the rocket, and many people will die in that fight. I hope you're ready as head of the trust that this is your charge and your responsibility. Do what you think is right, assign people to the task who are worth it. And as for this thing we're about to deal with, well, it's a giant bat with a singular eyeball. Okay. <laughs> It's terrifying, but luckily you got a couple of tools up your sleeve with this uh, good old spell jammer. <laughs> oh, that I certainly do. All right, let's get ready. You have, you have full control over its maneuverability, that little ramming tentacle at the front, and you got a couple of uh, ballistas you could fire off if you so felt like it. All right, then. What was your question? Thank you, Vos. You're welcome. And good luck and Godspeed, and hopefully I'll see you at the end. I'm sure of it. He disappears. Now it's up to you. As you look down from the location where you came from, that giant bat with tentacles and a singular eye emerges. It comes flying towards you, and the duel begins. All right, you, got, you have full control of the ship and its functions. You are using the power of your mind to do this. Okay. Any ship functions, you roll willpower. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Let's just put it like that. Oh, I could fly a spaceship. Oh my god. You're gonna fly a spaceship in your dreams. Hell yeah. Alright, so the one I bet it's coming towards me at the moment. Yep, coming for you. Fire Ballistas. Fire the ballistas. Uh, you get to roll four times on your willpower. Four D hundred. Three of those uh, bats. Yeah, three did. Uh, it's going to try to dodge all three of them. Uh, oh. Let's see. It dodges two, but one of them does hit. Roll a D10 plus five. No, sorry, just a D10. All right. Mm. Ooh, yeah, he takes a... That's actually a lot of damage, since I'm, like, multiplying this by a number, so... Oh. Because we're dealing on the scale of ships here. Eh, that's fair, too. Yeah, so, like, he takes, like, a giant one to the, to the wing, and he begins to bank the curve. He turns around and fires a giant breath of air towards the ship. Ooh, he passes it hard. You can use willpower to dodge if you want. I found a try for sure. Nice. 
Zach Stream. You move the ship out of the way using your mind. You're able to. You're able to orient yourself. You see the creature right within your sights. What do you do? Uh, aim for its other wing and try to ram it. All right. Uh, we're gonna. This is gonna be. Go. For, you're gonna go for the ram since that's the big one. Yes. Using those tendrils of yours. Give me that roll with willpower. One time. One time. Extreme. Oh, yeah. He rolls. He doesn't get it. The ram hits. You go for the other wing. His wings are down. But And as you have the tentacles, pull it in towards your ship. You see it right before you through your little window that you can gaze through. It's right there. It's going to try to break free of the grapple. <gasps> it breaks out. Gah! The tentacles rip off as it as it does so. Uh, by the way, roll damage one d ten from earlier. One d ten. Ooh. Uh, let's see here. It's gonna roll some damage to you. One moment. Nice. Lose one magic point. <laughs> <laughs> How many magic points do you have, by the way? I mean, I still got 12. Yeah, if you run out of magic points, you lose control of the ship. Do, um... Oh, wait, I'm in control of the ship, so I probably can't yeah. use that scepter. Uh, I say you could grab it, if you, since you have all your items on you. Alright. You can spend magic points to re-roll dice, or to, like, increase damage. Ah, so either if that's increase or just the reroll. Yep. <laughs> the bet is toast. Okay. You must I also remember that is your health. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't ram anymore. So that's gonna just gonna be shooting. I will remind you, this is a dream. You didn't know that, but now it is. Am I lucid dreaming? Yes. Yes, you are now. Hmm. I wish there was a roll for creativity. See what I can come up with. Uh, I think a general willpower check will do whatever you want to say. Like, whatever you want to do with the ship, just say it to me and roll willpower. Mm -hmm. Alright, I'm going to take a, <laughs> take a moment for that. Uh, what's thematically appropriate? Ooh, let's be something. Ooh, um, can I imagine that the front of my ship bores into that uh, laser thingy that uh, Lewis has? Oh, yes, go for it. That's a hard success. Nice. No, oh, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you see emerging from the tentacles a giant laser beam at the front. But in response, as it gets ready to attack you back, he rolls a hard success. Uh, do, you do you want to attempt to dodge this? Wait. The dodge doesn't cost much beyond just trying. Yeah, trying. 
Oh, just about normal. Uh, nope. So he deals 1d10. Three of your magic points are gone. Ooh. Okay. Uh, but now it's your turn. You can fire the laser. <laughs> fire the laser! Fire the laser! Come on. Only He's normal. To... He's gonna try to dodge. Oh! He dodges! The laser powers up and fires! He gets out of the way. He goes in for the attack. Bam. He succeeds at extreme. You need to get an extreme success to dodge. No! Fumble! Ten points of magic of your magic points are ten of your magic points are gone. Oh, this entire scepter. No. It's down. It's down to this. You're up. You take a hit. You feel the shake. The shell tries to regenerate from the damage. Can I... Alright, I'm gonna use the laser again. Is there any way, other way I can boost the laser? Uh, already having the laser, you're dealing 1d10 plus 5, which is more than your ballistas. Okay, right. Go on, good roll, good gotta roll, good roll. Gotta get this hit. <sighs> Normal. Normal. He rolls. Normal. If you make that extreme, if you make that hard, you get the hit. But well, does that mean a re-roll, right? Or you could re-roll. You still have you, if you're willing to spend a magic point. Uh... Oh, I hate this. <laughs> no, I, I'm just going to try this one. The normal, just the. Uh... You gonna re-roll it? Mm, yes. Go for it. I can't use luck for that. I can't. I guess because it's just one off. Uh, yeah, no. Like the magic point. Like you try, and you almost get him, but he dodges right out of the way. He comes oh. back around once more. He goes for the swing. He passes it hard. You need to get hard or extreme. To dodge this hit. I might just die. No. Four. Mm. How close are you? Five. You got you got this. I believe in you. Can you do this? Come on. Mel Lewis. Help me out the spirit. Yeah. Go for it. <gasps> no. Reroll. I'm spending it. Go for it. <sighs> no. He's going to make a very bold move. He sees you're weak. He's going to fight back. He needs to pass it hard. You get the shot. Roll 1d10 plus 5. Oh, yes. It gets hit in the eye. It's blinded. It lashes out in a rage. Uh, you're going to need to make a dodge and see how well you do to get to avoid this damage. Uh, 
can I reroll that? Uh, yes, you can. Because uh, technically, I should not have dealt damage until I, it was fully settled. So I'm going to delete that. If you're lucky. Level right. success. Normal. Good enough. It flaps its wings as hard as it can. It tries to get it out. But in a last-ditch moment, it starts tumbling towards Earth. It sees before it an open portal back to reality. It flies out and begins to pursue a plane on the other side. Can I as follow you begin... it? Yeah, you can follow it. Go for it. Yes! You send the, not the nautiloid towards the portal, and right as you go traveling through, you, you, you're awake in, in a plane. It, it, it just landed. Everybody's trying to see if you're okay. To... Edith, Clara, Lewis, Madeline, everyone's here, and you're on the ground, and you, you hear a voice go, Hi! Good day, buddy! You woke up just in time! We just arrived back in, uh, in Kunkundigari! Where's the bit? Where's the bit? Oh, oh, the giant bat thing? Yeah, we killed it. What? What? But, uh, but... <laughs> uh, what's hey, happened? Uh, Miss Hayes, uh, Miss Man, you want to explain that one, loves? I, I don't really know what to say. I saw that. I'm going to need a stiff drink after this one. That. It was yeah, bloody I... terrifying. Just to be sure, you saw a one-eyed bet, right? Yep. Yep. We could have really I'm used your magic woohoo back there, but glad to see you're alive. Yeah. What, what happened to me? You didn't wake up. At all. But when did I fall asleep? <laughs> You now well, remember that it was when a gas grenade rolled into where you were trying to help Lewis break free from uh, being trapped in the alien body, and that's when you got knocked out. It was thrown by Nitocris. Ah. Uh, we, were, we were all out for a bit, but you did not wake up as soon as the rest of us, but at least we mm -hmm. got you out of there. I... Professor, never scare me like that again. Same. Trent, I was flying a ship, but it was in space. The, 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 py the pyramids. We must prevent the pyramids. It, it, it's what? all connected. The clocks. It. What? What? Space. Uh, Toprock, do you want me to explain? Uh, do you want me to just say that you explained to them what I told you? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Toprock like breaks it down as best he can, but he explains how the rocket's position forms a perfect pyramid with the three points where the conspiracy is hiding, and that we need and that you need to stop that rocket. But now the conspiracy is all laid out before you. The puzzle is certain. 
and a weird dream later, you know you're looking for black stone in the middle of Kenya.